Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Some of us spend a lot of time trying to figure out who we really are, but somehow can't seem to find ourselves. And others of us feel like we have a very strong sense of who we are. Wherever you fall in this spectrum, how much of your sense of self is defined by something external to you, like your relationships, what you do for a living, where you live, and how much money you do or don't have, or any of a million other things that are outside of you. There are many people who, if those things are taken away, face an identity crisis. Today we're discussing the critical difference between a weak sense of self anchored in the ego mind and the sense of what I call the big S self that is anchored in spirit. What does that look like? What can happen as a result? And how do you shift from one to the other so you can establish an unshakable knowing of who you truly are? And after the discussion, we get to the most important part of this episode. The group frequency calibration at the end is where the frequency work happens and where change actually occurs. So be sure to listen to that. Without releasing distortion patterns targeted by the GFC, the change you want will be more difficult to attain because you haven't addressed the root of the issue. So let's jump right in. So Karen, how would you define the difference between a strong sense of self mm -hmm. and a fuzzy sense of self? Yeah. Um, so the way I'm talking about it is that um, the fuzzy sense of self is where you don't have a strong sense of who you are unless you're referencing someone else. So meaning like in relation to someone else or a situation or circumstance or your job or money. Like you don't, it's very amorphous sense of self. Mm -hmm. And a strong sense of self, um, the way I'm speaking about it, is I don't mean just from like an ego standpoint, mm -hmm. okay? It's like clarity from a higher order where you are aware of who you are from a larger sense of self, what, what I call the big S self, identified with spirit and more aware of your brilliance. So you have that internal strong sense of like, you know who you are. Mm. Yeah. And so therefore you won't um, uh, be controlled as easily. You won't be oppressed, you know, because you're just like, I know the brilliance that I am and I'm not going to tolerate that. Mm -hmm. see. So it's like someone who's so strong that, that it doesn't matter what's going on outside of them. Exactly. Yeah. And they have yep. nothing to prove. Yep. Uh, they're not need to, they don't need to be better than anyone else. Mm -hmm. They're more neutral. So it's like, okay, well, if that doesn't go as they hoped, they're like, okay, well, I'm going to be neutral to that. I don't have to ex be with it, meaning mm -hmm. like I can choose to leave, but they're not fighting in resistance, right? Mm -hmm. Because they understand or feel the sense of who they are on a bigger scale. Mm -hmm. Now, that sounds very grand, right? And it's not like we necessarily have to have that all the time, right? But more of that. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Whereas um, somebody with a fuzzy sense of self doesn't have that. And so they're constant, they don't know who they are. Mm. And so they're seeking a lot, like, who am I? And a lot of people will, um, as a result, they um, will, with somebody like that, they'll like kind of like, they need the momentum of other people. Like they can get excited and rally behind someone else. Okay. Would you say that's like a leader and a follower? Can, can be. It yeah. can be. It doesn't yeah. have to be. And it's not even, yeah. it's not even that they're weak. 
because it's not about weakness. It's just that on their own, they can't generate that kind of excitement because mm -hmm. they don't have a sense of who they are. Mm -hmm. So they need someone else's excitement to propel them. I wonder about fuzzy sense of self people. Are they more easily swayed? Can. Yes, okay. by someone else's enthusiasm, excitement, opinion, opinion whatever that type of thing. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. it's easy, and you and I have talked about this before, where for them to lose themselves in like relationship. Yes. Okay? Whether it's an intimate partner or friendships or whatever, because they don't have a strong sense of self, and so they need the other person to sort of give them like who they are. And a lot of people who have a fuzzy sense of self actually often will have a lot of friends, either, either the, it's funny, they'll either have a lot of friends so they can kind of bounce off of them and know who they are, or they're kind of alone because they don't, you know, they, they can't, um, it's hard for them to like get their bearings. Like they don't really, do you know what I mean? They, it's like they, because when they're in interaction with other people, sometimes because they have such a soft or amorphous sense of self, other people push into them. Ah. You know, they'll push the frequencies into them, they'll try to bully them, that mm. type of thing, or like get them to go their way because it's easy to, right? They don't have a strong sense of self. So it's like, okay, I'll follow along. Mm -hmm. But it's not because they're weak, but it's just because they, they don't, you know what I mean? They don't know yeah. where the boundary of them is right. and another. Right. So it's like sometimes they'll self-isolate because they're... Because they're, that's, that's a not great feeling. Exactly. Yeah. So they don't really like that sense of yeah. like people trying to push them and they're hypersensitive to control in that way because do, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. They're always being pushed into and yeah. they don't like it. I've actually seen people and I know people who um, fuzzy sense of self, have a lot of friends, mm -hmm. do the bouncing off thing mm -hmm. and then feel like it's almost like they get these crash moments where they yes. have to be alone because yeah. they're completely exhausted. Yeah. And then don't even know what's going on, you know, and, yeah. then, and do like the little isolation thing. Yes. And then go back out and then. Like, yeah. Yeah. So what they're doing in that, that thank you for that, because yeah. what they're doing is kind of a version of what the person does by themselves, right? But what they're doing is they're in, in interaction with other people so they can feel something about themselves, right? Because yeah. they're in relation, like they're defining in relation to other people. Mm -hmm. But then those people push into them, which doesn't feel good, just like the other person who self-isolates, yeah. right? And it feels like exhausting after a while because all these people are pushing into them. Like, oh God, it's too much, right? Mm -hmm. And then they self-isolate for a little while, but then they kind of freak out because they're like, well, who am I? Yep. It's yep. like depressing, right? And they're like, and they feel this aloneness because the emptiness that they're feeling is because they need the other to feel them. Does that make sense? Mm. So they feel alone, really alone, because they don't have like this ease or this comfort, or this knowingness of their own brilliance. Oh. Does that make sense? Yeah. So as a result, they need the other to make themselves so, so feel that full. So they feel something. Yeah, they feel something and full, full and... themselves, something. Yeah. Right? So that's the trouble with the fuzzy sense of self. Right? It's always externally defined. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking about like what's going on in the world right now mm -hmm. um, with the vaccine topic. And yeah. of course, this isn't for or against anything. Mm -hmm. Just when you have someone that doesn't know who they are, mm -hmm. they might be more easily swayed, swayed. Yeah. To, to do something like that, which is fine. Mm -hmm. And then feel like more... Um, less confused maybe mm -hmm. because they chose something or, mm -hmm. yeah. you know. So meaning that when they choose something, which whatever way it is, yeah. either to have or that to not have because mm -hmm. it's right or something, mm -hmm. then that, uh, that dissolves that confusion because it gives them a direction, yes. right? Yes. It gives them a direction and they feel like, okay, I've, I've gone a certain way and that now defines them, right? right? right. That choice gives them something to anchor their identity around. Right. Exactly. Okay. So that will happen a lot where um, a lot of people with a fuzzy sense of self will also lose themselves in like um, movements, 
right? Or yes. like um, mm -hmm. uh, different groups, okay, whatever they are, right? Mm -hmm. Because that group now defines them, mm -hmm. right? And then they're like, oh, I have a place. Like I know who I am mm -hmm. because it's defined by all these things externally, whether it's rules or what other people expect of me or whatever it is, but that's how they define self. Yeah. So it can be really hard for people like this because they're, they're seeking for themselves, but they don't know where to look. And it's hard because they don't really, you know what I mean? Like there's it's no- It's almost like a hole inside. Exactly. So it, it's kind of this never ending yep. cycle. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So are people, would you say someone would be like born this way? And then of course it can shift, but- mm -hmm. Some, like, I'm just thinking about myself personally, yeah. and we've talked about this. Like, I feel like I've always known who I was. Even yeah, I know. It, <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> even if that thing changed, I was yeah. like, this is this is it since I was little. Yeah. And I would pave the way, and people would copy me, and then I would change it, and then everyone would copy me. You know, so. <laughs> you're the opposite I'm of what we're opposite. talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so is it like you're kind of born with this, this a certain sense or what do you think it, yeah it can shift so of course. it can shape yeah, yeah it can shift so I it depends on who you are yeah some people come in and they are um, for some people they really don't like their bodies okay it's harder for them to anchor into the body mm. and be centered in their body okay and so as a result they don't really have a strong sense of where their boundaries are that can distort further if they're taught you have to be kind or nice because if you're really nice, right, that means you allow all these people in and that you have to be accommodating to everyone else. Mm -hmm. So it's about their need, not yours. Does that make sense? Yeah. So this happens not just with women, by the way. It also happens a lot with men, mm -hmm. especially men who are, um, you know, raised by moms who really didn't want their boys to be jerks. Right, because their fathers were, or their partners were, or whatever. So they're trying to raise a boy who's kind, and there's nothing wrong with that, yeah. by the way. Okay, so I'm not saying there's anything wrong with like having children who are kind. Yeah. However, we've talked about it where it was this is the right the the spectrum of nice, right, oh, yeah. and how like there's a difference between kind and niceness, mm -hmm. and that really, if there's any kind of self sacrifice, then that's not really helping you, you or, or anyone else. Yeah. Exactly. So that's what happens also. That sort of niceness thing can distort and set in. And then that's what happens, right? So now you have a child mm -hmm. who is already uncomfortable with being in the body, not centered in the body for a number of different reasons. And then you have the distortion of you're supposed to be kind, feeling other people, right? And then you just you kind of lose like where you are yes. in all of this. I have a yeah. good example. Mm -hmm. And and I have a question sure. behind the example. So, um, you know, when I was little, I have a, a brother who's two years older. Okay. And he's more that kind, malleable type. Mm -hmm. And I was a very strong sense of self type. So <laughs> right. it, um, it's interesting. So I'm remembering just little moments of like, he, he might be like, hey, can I sit in the front seat today? And I'm like, no, I'm in the front seat. <laughs> you know, and it's yeah. like, okay. And he would just go, okay. Yeah. And this would be a lot of that. I was, yeah. I was you know, pushy. I was also a nice yeah. sister but yeah. I'm just saying yeah those moments yeah can the strong sense of self person often push into that's what I'm saying that's exactly saying. okay yes okay. absolutely and so it, what will happen is that it's almost like the people and it's gonna sound terrible and it's true but it's like the people who have that fuzzy sense of self because they don't have a defined boundary okay mm -hmm. of their spirit body yeah it's almost like they're asking Okay, it's like the broadcast is, I am available to be pushed into because my boundary is weak. Does that make sense? So therefore, 
Okay, so uh, please know this is not like a blame thing, right? Mm -hmm. It's just the way you're constructed. It's kind of just like mechanics in a way, yeah. right? So what that does is it calls for someone to be like, okay, well, I'm going to push into you because you're like, I have weak boundaries. Mm -hmm. I'm used to having people push into me. So, okay, I'm allowing that on Even some level. Even con unconsciously. Unconsciously. Yeah. That's the distortion pattern. That's yeah. my point, yeah. right? It's a distortion. I'm not saying you're desiring it. I'm not saying they desire it. It's just like, it's almost like, two ends of a magnet coming together, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's just what's going to So even if it's like, if it weren't you, for example, if that was someone, like, it was going to be someone oh, else. His, he, he attracted girlfriends that were the same. Just exactly the same. Yeah. 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 Or some of his friends, I'm sure, were like very dominant yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But that happens a lot when you have a fuzzy sense of self like that. And um, you can also be in situations where there's a lot more abuse that can happen as a result, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're, um, you can't tell, like I said, it's all about telling where the boundary of your spirit body is, right? So you can't tell, it's like someone like pushes into you, like we all have a sense of personal space. I think we all know that, yeah. right? Like, so you can tell, like if someone gets about this close to you, you so can, you feel you uncomfortable. You feel if someone's behind, behind you. you. Yeah. yeah, and so you're just like, no, that's too close. No, yeah. I don't know you, you need to like step back. And everyone's back. Is a little different. Different, yeah. yeah. And some people it's closer, some people it's further away. Okay, so for the fuzzy sense of self, very permeable, right? So that means that like someone will push in and then it gets to about like too close, right? And then all of a sudden there's anger, right? Because you're just like, it's like a violation then because it's right. so far in mm -hmm. to the spirit body, close to the rendering mm -hmm. that sometimes as like a last ditch effort to defend, it's like get out. But then it's like, like a lot of anger. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? Yeah. Because for that person, it's like a violation at that point, but they haven't been aware of it. It's like, fine, Until fine, it's too late. fine, yeah. fine. Oh my God, yeah. now we're in like code red. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. And now we're in anger. And some people don't even get angry. They allow the person to come right into them. And that's when you have people who really become like um, almost like run patterns of like subjugation. Mm. Okay, where they feel like they have to submit to be worthy or to be seen or to be loved or whatever, like mm. overtaken almost by another. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, it's it's yeah. really can be really horrible. Mm. Um, and what's really wonderful is that um, when you see people who do frequency work, this is the exciting thing, people who have an, a like a fuzzy sense of self start to strengthen, and they're like, wait a minute. <laughs> No, uh, no, <laughs> back out of it. Yeah, you know, cool. but it's true, and it might not. Yeah. And at first, it's kind of funny. Um, it's kind of endearing, actually, because some people they don't haven't said no their whole lives, right? And it's kind of like scary and like it's hard for them. And so sometimes the first few times they do it, it's a little over hard, you know, because they're not really used to it. So they're like, back off, yeah. right? And, and the person's like, like, whoa, <laughs> a little. And it's like all the years. <laughs> of Exactly. And then they can realize that, oh, I can't hold my space with yeah. authority because my spirit body is strong and I've released a lot of these distortion patterns. I'm clarifying. I don't have to be so hard to push out. Yeah. I can hold my, you know what I mean? I trust my own authority in my space. Mm. I understand my own brilliance. I understand that this is a boundary and they cannot come in. Mm -hmm. And so it you can modulate it over time. Mm -hmm. And I think the wonderful thing is as we start to define sense of self, like what's really wonderful is to see how it shows up in the masculine and the feminine because it's different. Mm -hmm. So in the masculine, when, when guys who associate more with their masculine, because you know, some men associate more with the feminine and that's fine. Mm -hmm. But the, for the men who associate more with the masculine as who have an amorphous sense of self, they're kind of like... Um, they really start to feel more solid, more grounded, and all of a sudden more females will be interested in them. Yes. They're just like, hello. Because <laughs> they're in their masculine. They're in their so masculine, they're yeah. The exactly, yeah. and they're occupying their space, and they have a stronger sense of self, so the feminine's like, wow, there's something really solid there that I find so attractive, yeah. you know what I mean? And for um, the feminine, what will happen is, because this is um, 
if you're doing this through frequency work and you're starting to feel your own brilliance, it's soft, right? So meaning we all have different ratios of masculine to feminine, right? Uh, and what I would say is it's in your own flavor. So it's like you start to define yourself and you start to have more authority. So you become more in your power, but it's not like you have to like control anyone or abuse anyone or be like mm -mm. to like push into them to be like, I am the like the queen bee. You know, it's not about that. It's more like, and no, you can't come in here. It's mm -hmm. like soft, but really mm -hmm. firm. I think we've talked about this before where it's like the mountain. Yes. It doesn't have to prove anything, yes. but it's just like, whoa. Whoa, there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. this presence. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And when um, women who do this work in their feminine, um, it's really beautiful to watch because it's almost like, uh, I don't know if you've, we don't have that many role models of this, but it's like this grace that comes in, right? Mm. Because it's a softness. It's like a knowingness of our own power. Mm -hmm without having to, like I said, like assert it on anyone. And it's confidence, but it's not over someone. It's just in yourself. Mm. So it's a certain amount of grace, you know? It's like a woman who just knows who she is, right? All of her faults, all of her glory, yes. all of her strengths, all of her everything, mm -hmm. and is okay with that. Mm. And it's really beautiful yeah. to watch, you know? Because it's, it's so rare. And yeah. it's also content and happy, yeah. which also rare. Yeah, shockingly, you yeah. know, in our culture. So, oh, what a great image! Yeah, so Thanks it's really describing that. So it's really awesome. So, again, and especially for women, it's like we're uh, taught that we have to be nice, right? So it just distorts further this fuzzy sense of self. So for some women, they have to really release a lot of distortion around like what they're supposed to do, mm -hmm. you know, to be nice, to be kind, to be the, the one who provides everything in the family and the people that they love and all that stuff. Yes, yeah. the masculine has it too, but mm -hmm. the feminine has a lot of this. Mm -hmm. So as we clear that up, not only individually, but as a collective, the distortion around the feminine changes mm -hmm. and we get to be something that's more empowered. And, a and like I said, the sense of self isn't about the ego mind self. You know, it's not like... Um, defined by uh, like other rule sets of like what achievement or success right, is or all that sort of stuff. Yeah. It's more about recognizing truly who you are, right? This is, and it's so funny, we've had um, a number of people say to me, like, when I started this journey, I didn't know who I was looking for, but I realized I was looking for me. Mm. You know, it's so beautiful. That's I love so that. Great. It's so poignant. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, and now I know who I truly am. And mm. when it like moves me even now yeah. when I think of it, because mm. it's just like, hallelujah. You know? yeah. And it's been there the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I know. know. We didn't yeah. know. Because yeah. we have all these distortions in us. Yeah. Right? So as we clear this out and that sense of self from a higher order comes in, right? And the GFC at the end is like the thing that begins all that. Yeah. Then all this beautiful stuff about like, oh my God, I'm really amazing, you know, mm -hmm. and not in a glorified over egoy kind of no, way. And again, like you said, not in comparison to anyone else. Yeah. It's just you. You. Yeah. Just recognizing Same. your value. Exactly. Your value, your brilliance and the magnificence that we are, because mm -hmm. we are. And, mm -hmm. you know, and defining yourself by that. That. Yeah. Yes. Nice. And it's really spectacular. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I just have one side question here. Yeah. Could someone have a strong sense of self in some areas and then not in others? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so what I would say is that um, we it's not, okay, it depends how much distortion you have because your distortion isn't even. Does that make sense? Mm. So as you firm up your sense of self, that's happening in the background when you do frequency work. Mm -hmm. But there are some of us that have more distortion in certain areas. 
Does that make sense? Yes. So yes. more low self worth, for example. Yes. Or more, but in but in like knowing what it is that how you want to serve might be very clear. Yes. Right. Knowing what you want to do, knowing what you like. Yeah. One hundred percent clear. Yeah. But, but other then... things challenged. Okay. That's just because you have distortion there. So what's happening okay. is as a whole, so multiple things are happening at the same time. Okay. When we do frequency work, and it's I talk about them linearly because that's how our minds process. But what's happening is the more frequency work you do, the more your spirit body gets strong the more you start to feel internally complete and like um, like you have more of a sense of self from a different place, like mm -hmm. more confidence. You can't define it, but you just feel better in yourself, yeah. right? Yeah. And then at the same time, you have these distortions that are clearing, obviously, mm -hmm. around you, but you still have some where there's like more trigger point, right? So it might be yeah. like around scarcity or relationship or whatever. And that's where you'll find more challenge yeah. because you're still clearing those distortions. Though your sense of self might be, might be getting stronger in yeah. other areas. The, yeah. And it's, it's that it feels clearer to you in other areas because you don't have as much distortion, oh, but it's okay. strong everywhere. It's strengthening everywhere. It's just that your ability to perceive it changes depending on how much distortion you have in that area. Does Got that it. Sense? Yes, that is very yeah. clear. Thank cool. you. Yeah. For those of you who are new, we're just about to start the GFC. This is the most important part of this episode because it's where we actually do the frequency work and where change is catalyzed. So I invite you to settle in and get comfortable. You can sit, stand, or lie down, or if you prefer to walk around slowly, you could even do that too. If during the GFC you find that you start falling asleep, even if you didn't feel tired when you started, just let yourself drift off. That just means that the frequencies are really high and it's more efficient for you to be asleep to integrate them. If this happens, it's good to listen to the GFC portion again a few times until you can stay awake for the whole thing. That's how you'll know you've integrated those higher resonating frequencies. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations. And many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. If you happen to be listening to the audio version of this episode, please definitely do not drive while listening to this. Okay, here we go. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration for who are you looking for? The consequences of a fuzzy sense of self. So part of what happens when people are empathic or um, don't have a strong sense of self, as discussed in the interview, is because they don't have this, they are not really centered in the center of the rendering in space and time. And so as a result, they also tend to externally define. So the intention for this GFC uh, and the work will be focused on bringing you more into your own center point so you can start to define yourself from a higher order. Okay. And just discern the difference between you and other. So becoming aware of your body, please. And as you become aware of your body, 
becoming aware of the backs of your knees. Noticing their temperature, what they're touching. And now please become aware of your weight as it settles into whatever is supporting you. Noticing the contact points of your body against whatever is supporting you and the weight that those points of contact are bearing. And for those of you with a little bit more experience, noticing more details such as the stretch of your skin, the spread of flesh and muscle. Noticing if there's any holding in these points of contact. Good. And now, please become aware of your breath. And as you become aware of your breath, Just noticing it at first without having to change it. How is your breath in this moment? And then after you have noticed your breath for a couple of breaths, allowing your breath to really deepen, to become much slower. And noticing how expanded it can become within your body. Noticing if your breath can become spherical. So meaning we tend to, when we breathe, if we even notice which direction your breath is expanding or contracting in, it's usually a certain direction, like front or back. Notice if you can be aware of or imagine your breath expanding and contracting in all directions around you. Okay, so from within you. So not just front or back, but above, below side to side, in addition to front and back. Good. Becoming aware of your surroundings. And as you become aware of your surroundings, noticing the soundscape around you, both on your end and on my end, especially those quieter, repetitive noises that sort of become white noise in your background, becoming aware of those, as well as the more erratic sound, noticing if you can 
which direction these sounds are coming from. Good. And now please blink your eyes open and become aware of the quality of the light. Keeping your focus soft, just noticing. Mm -hmm. Yep. And now please triangulate. So if you are more experienced and you prefer to do this with your eyes closed, go ahead and do that. If, however, you are new, I strongly recommend you keep your eyes open. And triangulating, if you're not sure what that is, is the following. You're going to become aware of three inanimate objects in the space around you. And as you become aware of these three inanimate objects, what they are is really not important. <clears throat> Excuse me. You're going to notice the distance between each object and you. So, for example, if you notice that the bed is about seven feet away from you, you would become aware of that distance, and then you would feel the distance between the bed and you. And you do the same thing for objects B and C. And as you do this, your sense of where you are in space will clarify, come more into focus, and become more present for you. When you've completed triangulating, bringing your attention, please, to the center point of your solar plexus, which is between your belly button and the base of your sternum. Your sternum is that big, thick bone in the center of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. So finding that center point, breathing normally for those of you who have already arrived here. Now let's all of us take a nice deep breath, holding your breath for a count of five. And whenever you're ready and have completed that five count, releasing your breath at the speed and intensity you prefer, holding your breath out for a count of six. And if you haven't already closed your eyes, please go ahead and do so. So what we are doing here is we are completing this one long breath and waiting for the mastermind to coalesce and become coherent. So whilst we wait for that, 
Please know that I am working on you at the group and the subgroup level, and that I often work in silence, especially when I'm working with very high frequencies, because to make physical noise only drops the frequency resonance, which does not serve you. Also, if I say something that really resonates with you, it's likely a distortion pattern that you run or that is running through you. And if I say something that you really resist, it too is likely a distortion pattern that runs through you. So I invite you to remain open and to examine further. Good. So now that the mastermind has coalesced, bringing your attention please to the center of your heart space, in the center of your chest, in your nipple line. We're going to now go ahead and ask ourselves the following question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source. And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the very center of your body. And as you become aware of this space, becoming aware of or imagining a brilliance at its very center. And as you fix your attention on this brilliance, it begins to intensify, to brighten, and as it brightens, it very naturally expands outwards in all directions, through your cells, through your organs, your bones, out through your muscles and your flesh, out through the pores of your skin, into the space between your physical body and your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. Becoming very aware of the brilliance within the sphere. Good, and now 
please become aware of the space all around the sphere. And as you become aware of this infinite space, I am working on you at spirit level to increase your frequency resonance. This is one of the most important things we do together because how high your frequency resonance is dictates everything from what your reality looks like, how you perceive it, how much momentum you can gain, and how much distortion you can release. Good. Becoming aware of your xiphoid process, which is right at the base of that sternum. So if you trace the length of your sternum all the way to the bottom, where it goes from bone to flesh and is a little bit tender when you press on it, that is your xiphoid process. The first distortion pattern that we are going to release is a tendency to disassociate from the body, okay, depending on what subgroup you're in, or to not know where the boundary of your spirit body is and allowing other things to come into this space, okay, whether it is uh, another person's stress, emotions, stories, whatever, doesn't really matter, okay. And the third subgroup is you have some awareness of the, the edge of your space, Okay, but you don't hold it, meaning you allow you don't hold your space. You allow, like I said, things to come in. A little bit different from the first group. Okay.
neighborhood of bringing your attention, please, to the center point of your solar plexus, okay, which again is between your belly button and the base of your sternum. So a number of you are not comfortable being centered in your body, okay, and so for different reasons. Some of you have fear because it has um, been traumatic for you to be in the body. Some of you just are don't like your physical body, you find it heavy. Uh, and you disassociate from it. Um, other people um, have things in their bodies, and so uh, that causes discomfort and not wanting to be centered in it. So, uh, irrespective of who you are, helping you to have more ease. keeping your attention in that center point. I'm going to bring you into the zero point of space and time, which is um, the zero point of space is in the center of your rendering. So if you don't know about that, watch episode 97. This is right in the center of your solar plexus, and the zero point of time is the present moment in the near time. So... I'm going to pull you into this very specific space-time coordinate to give you more authority over your space and more influence of how you over how you create your reality. This is what helps you stay more centered, grounded, feel more stable unless impacted by other people's emotions, stresses, timings. A tool for this, if you want to go deeper on it, is the centering into the zero point GFC. But for now, Pulling you into the zero point.
good. Bringing your attention to the xiphoid process. And about three inches or seven centimeters just beneath it, clearing out your pain body. This only takes a couple of seconds. And we clear this out because your pain body has a memory and it remembers you before the work was done when the distortion patterns were still there, which makes your integration harder and slower. So just helping you with this. Good. This brings us to the end of this session. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. It's my sincere hope that you benefit profoundly from this series, which is why I spend so much of my time and personal resources creating these as my gift to the world. If the topic of this GFC resonates with you, it's very likely that more work than can be provided in this one GFC is needed to clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this one session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support.